Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you live. We trust God is doing you good, man. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. Thank you so much to Johan Els, the legendary man. He's back with you tomorrow. It is good to take after him, I tell you. He just leaves the stakes high, you know. You don't have to be going on to dig up. You just fly on. Thank you, Johan. God bless you. You are an amazing example of what a broadcaster should be like. I wonder why they don't give you a Lifetime Achievement Award. I know the one that comes with the Lord. I'm talking about the ones that we get on broadcasting, then we put on the walls there. You forget about them after a week. (laughs) Hey, you, you need one. You need one. Not the one that is connected to your program, but the one that is connected to your style of broadcasting. Yeah. A philosophy of a sort that we can take there and say, yes, Indeed, you know, let's write something, uh, add something to a thesis of those people who are studying communication and broadcasting and see a page or an article, 10-page article that talks about how you did your work. You are amazing. Now, Murutimraka is on the line and uh, much greetings and much respect to this man of God who basically understands what the gospel is like. And it is all about. Ruti, greetings to you. Blessings Gre- to you, man of God. Greetings, my brother. Greetings. We bless the Lord. And just a qualifier there. You know, if we understand the gospel, mm-hmm. it is really by the Lord himself, his Holy Spirit, who wants us to understand the message of the King and his kingdom. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, it is amazing, you know. Um, I was talking to my former boss at the SABC because he was sending me pictures of uh, uh, um, uh, uh, the the king of the Zulus, you know, the Zulu king, Uzulutinga Gapig Zulu. And he he was saying this was such a humble man. And I said, Hey, man, do you remember you introduced me to him when we went to shoot there? I was surprised that how could you take a street kid to go and meet the king? And yeah. uh, uh, he says, this was such a humble man. And he wanted to see the people who are producing the program because he was also a believer. Yo, mm. we have mm. people who are facilitating the work of God in every corner there. That's why I, I, I was talking about Johan Els because he facilitates the gospel. He doesn't compromise. And uh, he puts it across there. And uh, also, Masek was telling me, so I hope you're listening, my brother. Thank you so much. I'm going to try and connect with uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba there. Uh, I don't know what's happening, man. These cell phones... Uh, times. Hey, the cell phone is not man. The cell phone is man. Especially with this load shedding. You know, you call people yeah. on the cell phone. It's a bit of a work and a half, you know? Because yeah. uh, uh, you call them and you find that they are tower is part of a load shedding of a particular area. Yes. You can't get hold of them. You we know? have been suffering that, my brother. <laughs> but, you know, I believe all these things are pointing to one thing, the failure yes. of what men have put their hearts on. I'm talking about those who have put their heart on Jesus Christ. Yeah, there are people who, who believe that science and all these things... Uh, 
technology is the salvation of man. Really? Uh, and, and that's one of the things that I don't believe. I've heard even another person speaking here and saying, you know, after this, you know, they locked down and what and what. He said, hey, brother, you have never lost a family member, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you, you, you haven't experienced the death of a friend and yeah. the death of people in the streets, the same street, people dying like flies. Yeah. Every yeah. house having someone that dies. You've never had that and you're telling me this is for a good cause. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm. You know, um, uh, if if one had to qualify this by any means, it would be, wow, it is the arsenal of the devil. And it is my prayer, Muruti, and, and this is one crazy prayer, uh, mm. that uh, what I've been hearing on the news you know, um, you know this. Uh, is it the MV5 uh, 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 what variant? Oh, the variant. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you hearing that? That it is now. Uh, another thing about it is that it is providing qualities that boost the immune system. It's just amazing. God is going sure. to turn these things around. We are at ninety-five yeah. percent healing rate. 95 percent healing rate more than 86 million people have have recovered from this thing you know uh, quite a lot have died on this quite a lot have died on this Um, um, and we have family members who have died i'm speaking from experience i'm three days away from burying uh, my beloved mother-in-law because of this thing and i can tell you without a doubt that we are coming to a stage where we should speak the gospel and speak the oracles of God that would make people's body to develop immune systems that even the Amen. scientists would not understand. Shaming the wisdom of the wise. Oh, King Amen. of Kings and Lord of Lords. Let's welcome Pastor Samuel Kabamba is also on the line. Muruti, greetings to you, sir. Welcome. Yeah, greetings to you too, and uh, thank you very much for having us again today. I uh, thank God for all the men of God, uh, Pastor uh, Moraki, I could hear his voice, obviously, his bill. Uh, I don't know about uh, the prophet, but I'm just greeting him as well. And I uh, greet all the listeners, and uh, yeah, we just thank God for the day. I hope you're well, Maruti. I am super well. That's good to hear, that's good to hear. Yeah. Many of the people I've been talking to, have been saying to me, it's cold. We are tucked into, you know, a bed because it's cold. Many, many were saying those kinds of things. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. It's still summer. It's still summer. We have uh, uh, Prophet Bafanam Koko. Greetings to you, sir. Welcome. Uh, greetings to you, Pastor Ray and uh, Pastor Samuel and Pastor Murak and all your listeners in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I hope you're well, sir. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, I'm well, uh, and I'm highly favored by the grace of God. <laughs> I like that, especially Bazalari, when you ask them, how are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm highly favored, blessed going in, blessed going out. Hey, hey, we know about that, okay? I'm <laughs> we know about that. You don't have to say that if you don't believe me. Hey, I'm blessed going I don't know Mrutim Koko, if you have ever heard them. Uh, uh, hey, how are you? Um, they wouldn't say it as short as you said. No, I'm blessed. By the grace of God, I'm continuing to, to be alive. I woke up today. Ay, eh, 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 eh. It's like you are enforcing a bit of a ritual on them. Eh, I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed going out. I'm blessed in the winter. I'm blessed in the summer. Eh, eh. <laughs> I used to challenge some people. Hey, yeah, by faith, you're fine. Faith in Christ Jesus, you're fine.
Amen. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear you, brother. Now, we, we are talking about vanities that appear as the gospel, isn't it? We're touching on yeah. that as yeah. to what these are and uh, how they come about. Hey, I am still reeling from what I've seen in the week, in the past week. Oh, may the Lord forgive us. You know, um, I've seen a guy who anoints people by giving them food. Now, that sounds quite nice because, you know, um, some food can be medicinal. But this one, he holds a plate with some gravy and there's some bread or pandelium. And then he puts that bread in the gravy. And then he takes the bread, he bites it and eats. And what is left on his fingers, he feeds to the, pers- to the person. And that is how he says he transfers the anointing. Mm. And many people are standing in line, Muritim Koko. They're standing in line waiting to receive. That kind of speed. Amate. Hey. Huli so muna kadi corona muna muna unutu ufaba tudi jo udin chaka mumulo mungu. King tonatayu. And I've also seen, and, and these things are, are real, and, and I'm happy. Murutim Raka, I'm happy that we spoke about these things when the people who are broadcasting about these things today we're saying we have run out of ideas of producing programs. And now they have run all over. They are all over the news, everywhere, making programs and all those kinds of things and stuff. And I thank God that the truth is coming out. I wish TJ was here to see these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in some instances also, I've seen a guy who puts water into his mouth and then rinses his mouth, then he spits this into the head of a person who comes in front to be prayed for and what, you know how they do it, a person comes in front to be laid hands mm. on and, and all that. And, and he spits on the head of that person uh, and uh, that person is moved along and the other one comes, with the other one he doesn't rinse his mouth, he now, he now rinses his feet and the person bows uh, under his feet his feet is put like, you know how those things, the shoe shine, uh, the shoe shine boys have used to have a stand where you put your shoe and then they shine and polish your shoe for you. That, that, uh, that guy has a, a stand like that. And everyone bows down there and then the water pours onto the other guy. Hey, the other one is amazing. He pours the water onto himself. It goes through the beard and then he takes that water, goes through his beard and he puts it on... On, on, on a person that stands in front there. I don't want to talk about other things because you'll be shocked. The sexual acts that are being done there. Uh, the rapes that are happening. Now you watch TV. These are the things we were talking about and people were saying Urei wants to have a good show. And I tell you, many, many, many guests on this very show have left the show because they felt that somehow, somewhat, yeah, this thing is no longer true. Now it's on your TV. It's on your TV and it's spoken by people who don't believe and they have evidence. It's just amazing. In Jalindabale.
we're talking about vanities that appear as the gospel. Psalm 39 verses 11 speaks something quite wonderful here. When with rebuke you correct man for iniquity, you make his beauty melt away like moth. Surely every man is vapor. When with rebukes you correct man for iniquity, you make his beauty melt away like moth. Surely every man is vapor. The gospel of today that appears like a beauty of a sort, that needs to be melted by a rebuke, it's just amazing. We need that. The emptiness that appears as the real gospel today, you know, um, and people are following these things. People are going for these things. The deceptions that are there. The lies that are spoken there. It is amazing. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verses 2. Vanity of vanities says the preacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. The glorified kind of gospels. That do not point to the Lord Jesus Christ, but to a particular denomination and its founder and leader. Who no longer speaks as a son of God, but speaks as a God. I was watching a video of this guy and I, I, I was, it was just in passing because I was looking at, um, there's a group that I'm at. It talks about fake gospel exposed. And one of the people had posted this guy who was saying someone had spoken so bad about him and then he just doesn't want to brag. But you speak bad about him, you will die. And he says, and that person died. And the people were going like, yo, yes, fire, power, fire. They were going all like that. There's a guy who was forcing me, and I think, you know, the prophet is, is, knows him very well, very well. And who was saying, because I was not saying amen to what he was saying, I was his enemy. And I kept quiet all along the service. I kept quiet because it was a funeral service, and he was burying someone that he doesn't know. <laughs> someone that we have been training all along who went on to join him when he came to Pretoria Western and all those things. And he says, whatever he says, and you don't say amen to it, you are his enemy. And people were saying amen in the fear. And I kept quiet and I was sitting, you know, there. I'm not your enemy, my brother. I cannot say so be it to something that is not even in the word of God. Mm. Promises that are made to people, promises that are full of lies, we see these things also. Promises that basically uh, are a high degree of a lie. The gospel that is being preached in Psalm 62 verses 9, surely men of low degree are a vapor. Men of high degree are a lie. If they are weighed on, weighed on the scales, they are altogether lighter than vapor. 
And today I'm just going to hold on to this and, and just say these things. You know, the kind of preachings that we get, hey, Mona, people don't even fellowship anymore. They don't even fellowship anymore. They go on these gospel channels and Christian radio programs and, and they, they listen. They stay at home. They listen to this. And they're so convinced that what they are getting there is truth without actually checking scripture. It's just sentimental talks of men of high degree. Yeah. It's quite sad. And the Lord weighs this. And he, when he weighs them, he says they are all vapor. Mm. They steam away. They're just a steam that evaporates, that disappears into thin air. There are many ways that we see the gospel coming uh, into. And then here is another one. The gospel that emphasizes pleasure. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 1. I said in my heart, come now, I will test you with myrrh. Therefore enjoy pleasure. But surely this also was vanity. The gospel that really encourages pleasurefulness, pleasing the flesh that delight itself in pleasurables. Someone said to me, ah, Ray, you're going to talk to this, to this conf in this conference and you are um, the main speaker in this conference and you are wearing casual shoes, a trouser that is not from the cleaners, it means a trouser that you've washed yourself and ironed, and a t-shirt. You're supposed to be wearing a suit if you're going to be talking there. And I said, no, it's okay. Since now we are far from the shops, let me preach. Then next time I will buy a suit. And uh, okay, but many men who are wearing suits will come in and talk. Ha. Pleasurables. I'm not saying don't be presentable and what. I was presentable. Pleasurables. These glamorous cars and all these kinds of things. I was watching this guy who was getting off a car in a squatter camp. And men and women were throwing their aprons down for him to walk on. He was not even embarrassed. Busy on his cell phone. They say he's a man of God. I've seen another one getting an escort like he is a king or a diplomat. Escorted with police and bikes and other I've ever seen the the president of the United States being escorted with bikes and all that and stuff. It was like that. Vanity of vanities. Men of high degree, vanities, vapor. Muruti, Muraka, let me give this to you today. What comes to mind? The gospels that are appearing, the vanities that are appearing as the gospel today. What are these according to you? Yeah, thank you, uh, my brother, uh, Ray. And let me also greet my other brothers, uh, uh, Prophet Bafana Mukoko and uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba. Yeah, and greet all the listeners in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And... First of all, I think 
you know, listening to you, uh, realizing that uh, what has been foretold by the Word of God, even as he uh, sent his prophet to, 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 to proclaim these things, uh, are now happening in the days that we are living. Mm. The, the, first of all, one would like really to start with definition that the gospel uh, is a, a, a message of wellness. It, it is really a message of wellness. And when we talk about wellness, we are talking about uh, total uh, a restoration of, of the whole uh, a being of of mankind, and 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 in other words, what it is saying is, <clears throat> we as human beings have been uh, 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 we, we have been uh, created. Perfect, created whole, created well. However, when Adam and and Eve sinned, there was a huge, huge uh, change that came in. Uh, the Lord said to Adam and Eve, "In the day that you shall eat, in dying you shall die." Mm. Now. When we look at the Word of God, always at the mouth of two or three witnesses, the Word is established. Never on one witness. Anything that has one witness does not stand. That is what God has, has said. So even he speaks that way. He says, in dying you shall die, meaning uh, there will be a double death. So many times the, the, the deception comes because we don't realize this. So when, when Adam and Eve sinned, they did not die physically. It, it did not look like they have died physically. But they became defunct. Mm, mm, they mm. became defunct. They, there is a part of them which is to function. And that describes death. Their spirit was uh, deceived. Their spirits were deceived. Uh, Psalm 32 uh, talks about iniquity. Uh, we can't hear you quite clearly, Muruti, if you can shift the big oh, way. Yeah, sorry. Yes. It's, it speaks of iniquity as deception in the spirit. Mm. So, this is how we are born. Every one of us here on earth, born defunct. That's why Jesus said to uh, those who wanted to be his disciples, who would say, let me first go do this. Then he said, let the defunct bury the defunct. Mm. Mm. This Jesus came as a human being who was not defunct. Why? Because it was the word of God which became flesh. 
In other words, in spirit, he was alive and 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 and, and connected with the Father. And the Bible tells us in Luke chapter two that he grew by the Spirit uh, 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 in wisdom, meaning his soul, as he was growing as an infant, was directed correctly by his Spirit, which was not defined mm. but alive. Mm. And mm. and one is, is is saying, let's let's describe this because this is the good news that. Suddenly, there was a man of his own kind here on earth yeah. who was different from everyone, yet he was a human being, same as us, a human being. And yet at the end of living correctly, because when one goes to the uh, writings of the Old Testament, we learn that vanity is, 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 is actually represented by idols. Mm. He never set an idol. Psalm 15 tells us who shall approach the, the holy hill of God. Only a man who has no vanity in his soul. And Jesus didn't have it. Yeah. However, at the end, he died. Died the death of all of us who have been chasing vanities. So that we can have uh, an opportunity of being restored. This is the good news. This is good news. This is the news. This is the message which is making us well, which by which how and God is restoring us to a, a, a perfection, the way he has planned. And, and to come with other things that take away from, first of all, Jesus Christ, the Savior as Lord and King. Anything which makes us move away from making him the, the, the object of praise, the object of honor, the object of, of gratefulness for that which he has done, for that which the Father has done, it is a vanity. Anything, it may, it may have all other elements of our religion, but as soon as it takes away from Jesus Christ, it is, it is attacking the heart of the gospel. And when it is that way, it is a vanity. It is idolatry. There is an idol there, and the idol could either be the person himself who is worshipping that way. When, when we move away from the word of God, refusing to, to walk the way the word has has, has been presented to us, and the way the Word is supposed to take us, uh, uh, we are worshipping our own idols. And those idols, number one, as one has said, it could be self. That is, in other words, I want to do things the way I want to do them. That's a vanity. Even if I have all other things organized in a way that somebody will say, that is Christianity. Uh, as long as Jesus is not the message, he's not the solution, he's not the, 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 the object of our devotion and worship, it is vanity. And let me summarize uh, my introduction this way, Muruti. 
by saying in Mark chapter 1, verse 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet, behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way in front of you, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Organize the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sin. Now, what was he saying? Repent. Change your thinking. That was what John came. And when Jesus Christ came and took over from John, his first message was, change your thinking. Change your thinking. It is important to change our thinking, to know what is vanity, and to know what is the true gospel. The true gospel is that our sins have made a wall between us and God. We are falling short of pleasing God. But Jesus came that through his death, his ultimate sacrificial death, we might be restored. And the beginning of the restoration is when we put our trust on him. And then that restoration is continuing to take place as long as we live in obedience, in obeying the Spirit of God and the Word of God. And when we do that, our thinking continually changing, yielding deliberately to to, to to changing in how we think about God himself, how we think about things here on earth itself, and thereby how we think uh, our work should be like. And we, we, when we change in our thinking, we are being transformed by the word of God inside. And that is the good news when we are being transformed. But as soon as we replace what God has given us being Jesus, the Christ, his word and his spirit, and we start putting other things, whether it's other men or other artifacts or so forth, that is vanity. And that is the one which uh, God says he hates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. 
Did you know you can order your favorite radio pulpit programs on CD so that you can listen to them whenever you like? Contact our friendly client services department now to place your order. You will find them on 012-334-1200-657 AM, your daily companion. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet, join this life on 657 AM. We are talking about vanities that appear as the gospel these days. I'm talking to Karabo Mraka, the man of God there, Muruti Mraka, and also Pastor Samuel Kabamba is also on the line all the way in Van de Bale Park, and uh, uh, also uh, 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 Prophet Bafana Mukoko is uh, uh, here in Pretoria North, and we are looking into the very aspect. Uh, of what is implied by these vanities that appear as the Gospels. Quite sad uh, that we find these kinds of things really happening. It's quite sad. Now, uh, I'm looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 16, and I'll bring it to you, uh, Professor. In It says, There was no end of all the people over whom he was made king. Yet those who come afterward will not rejoice in him. Surely this also is vanity and grasping of the wind. And uh, today we see quite a lot of people being put on pedestals. And um, they become leaders, great leaders. I mean, we have people when... (laughs) You know, I was looking at... um, I don't know, Mara, I think Prophet Mukoko will understand me when I said, I, 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 I was looking at, the, you know, the, some of the analogs of the king uh, um, in his history before he passed on. And I was looking at that, and I could see there was a time uh, when he met with religious leaders, and there was this one religious leader who, who really actually runs, you know, the whole of the province. And... Uh, the following is just amazing. I mean, this guy can call a meeting in a stadium. The stadium will have to have shifts so that his crowd can be, uh, you know, his crowds can feel in, in there. It means there will be those who come in the morning and go, those who come in mid-morning, those who come in the uh, midday, uh, afternoon, early afternoon, late afternoons and night. And for five days in that way, you know, that's how powerful this man is. And, and we have had people who basically have been put there in the, in the religious circles. And they are made kings because and all those things, they put their clothes in front of them and all that and what. They give their monies. And I've heard others who actually even are offering their daughters to them because he commands it so. And says they make the sacrifice that I, uh, that uh, Abraham had to do with Isaac. It's just amazing. You see these things really happening and coming across. These people made kings. and It, it, it looks like the gospel, but it's just vanity. It says, There was no end of all the people over whom he was made king. Yet those who came afterward will not rejoice in him. You know, surely this also is vanity and grasping for the wind. You know, uh, those big crowds would fail to enjoy the joy that is of God, which this man is supposed to speak about. Actually, they enjoy the misery of uh, a cultural or uh, uh, occulted, occulted 
uh, indoctrinations that are taking place. Quite sad there, isn't it? Professor? Yes, actually, uh, thank you very much for the question. And, and uh, you know, it's just so sad to see how uh, we've brought a lot of things into the house of God, and we call it uh, gospel. And uh, it tends to to go without being, uh, uh, being... People are not really concerned about it. People are not even uh, really um, opposing it, uh, in a way. Uh, too many things have been introduced in, in the church, just in the name of trying to uh, to push to push a certain agenda. Now you you realize that uh, uh, because of a lack of knowledge, when people do not know, the Bible says clearly, my um, people perish because of lack of knowledge. Mm. And all this uh, is not their fault to say, but because the leaders have uh, uh, abandoned knowledge. The leaders have decided to go uh, to follow other things. And then it becomes a, a problem when it comes to, to, to the type of preachings and teachings that are given nowadays. Mm. So you see that uh, uh, churches no longer place of worship per se, but churches, as you call them congregations, becomes a place of, uh, how do you call of uh, 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 spectacles. I mean, it's the kind of place whereby you need to go and going to receive uh, a miracle, receive a word, a prophecy. It becomes a place whereby uh, uh, people don't go there anymore in order to invade God, but it's uh, about uh, a show. You know, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's so sad to see that. But all this mm-hmm. because somehow uh, the Bible is so clear that in the latter days you shall see things happening, things will be taking place, and... Uh, People will abandon faith. People will do this. The Bible is so clear on that. And there will be some introduction of a, of a new type of messages that will come in. And uh, all this will come in the name of people trying to get something. Now, we need to redefine the church to make people understand what is the church. Then uh, people won't be going to church as they are doing now, as a routine, but they will go to church with a different kind of mind. Because... Uh, uh, when you talk about vanity, we're looking at a uh, worthless way or futile way of doing things. Mm. You know, when things are being given, you know, today you see that the church, we, we found uh, uh, people coming to church, spending four hours uh, listening to somebody who's talking almost nothing. Ish. But right. they will sit for four hours listening to him. And then when you ask them a question after church, I was a church, it was powerful. Yes, it was powerful, but what did you learn? Mm. And they cannot tell you exactly what they learned. That's a problem. Yeah. Now, people now, they've been captured in a way, being manipulated, being lied to, and brought to the church in such a way, they're telling them that if you come to church, you shall get, you shall get married. Mm. If you come to church, mm. you, shall, you shall start a business. Mm. If you come to church, you shall do this and that. Why this is not the church? The church is not the place for marriage. You don't come to church to get married. You don't come to church to get, I mean, uh, uh, to get a business. You don't come to church to get all these things that people are talking about. The Bible is so clear in the book of uh, uh, this. Uh, Jesus was speaking to the, uh, to the disciples, and in the book of Matthew, uh, speaks to the decree. What does he say? Seek you first the kingdom of God. You need to find God, and the rest 
will be given. Because mm. it's not, we are not supposed to be running after things. He said, all these things you are running after, even unbelievers are running after them. But you, you're not supposed to run after those things. Now, when you talk about getting married and all these things, unbelievers are getting married. Mm. Unbelievers are getting children. Do they pray for that? No. Do they go somewhere? They don't even go to anybody. They don't need to go into a sangoma for them to get, to get married. They don't. Mm. Uh, they just get them. Unbelievers have got businesses. How do they get businesses? Do they pray? No. They use principles and they got, I mean, uh, uh, they got a, a job. They got, they went to school and they finished up school and they got a job. They went, I mean, they, they apply whatever. They've got money. They went into business and they get all their things. But now, why today the church has to be turned into a, I mean, a, a circus? A place whereby people have to come and say, I'm going to get my miracle. Mm. I'm going to get this. No, it's not that. Miracles are signs for unbelievers, for them to know that there is a true God. Yeah. We are supposed, well, the moment we enter into God, we become a miracle ourselves. Mm. Then we need now to show the miracle out there, not go and look for miracles in the church, because they, it's like people, every day when people come to church, they've told them, come to church and you get your miracle. Nice. And now people are running to church to get a miracle. If they don't get it today, they'll get it tomorrow. Mm. And people will be going for one year, I mean, one year, two years, whatever, say, hey, I'm waiting for my day. Brother, sister, you are already a miracle. Mm. Because the mere fact you are saved, you are already a miracle. The only thing you need to do, use the word of God, the true word of God, and you shall see the glory of God be manifested into your life. Mm. You don't need to run after that because you have it already. Now, you see the Bible saying that in the book of Mark, sixteen. I mean, uh, it says, these are the signs that shall follow those who believe. Now, if you believe in God, these are signs that will follow you. Mm. Miracles will follow you. You won't follow miracles. Mm. But why are we today following miracles? Because the teaching has been, I mean, I mean, I mean uh, distorted. They will change the teaching in the church. We're not telling people, come, you shall get married. Come, you shall get this. Come, you shall be promoted. Promotion is not about going to church. How many unbelievers have been promoted? How many unbelievers are CEOs? Let's be serious here. But why do we have to come to church for promotion? Yeah. Why do you have to come to come to church for what for for what for for marriage? Why do you come to church for business? All these things are just because these become a vanity of vanity in the church. They do not make sense. Jesus Christ is not glorified anymore. Now materials and things are glorified in the church. We talk about many things apart from Jesus. We don't talk about Jesus. You know, we mention him because our church is called uh, a, a miracle center. Maybe we said the miracle person could be Jesus Christ <laughs> in there. You know, our church is called uh, uh, the, the, the assembly of the saints. Nice. Our church is called the... But in all these names, when you come to the assembly of the saints, what do we learn? Mm. You know, I'm going to end this uh, on, on saying that. Today we have uh, what you call, we are prophetic. We are evangelic. We are apostolic. Now, the apostolic says we cannot mingle with the, with the prophetic because they don't, they are not on our level. Mm. The prophetic says we cannot mingle with the, with the, event, the evangelic because we've gone further already. We are prophetic. Now, mm. the question is, how can a body walk or live on one foot? Or on one? It cannot. It, it, it will collapse. Now, you want to stand on the evangelic, you are discarding the, 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 the apostolic, and what kind of teaching are you giving? You are giving only the evangelic messages or what? 
the prophetic, they don't do any other thing. They start teaching people out, even how to prophesy. You know, it becomes, it goes from father to son. It's become, it's, it's a gene thing. Now, you know, a father is a prophet, and he just going to release that prophecy in the child, and the child becomes a prophet. Now, we ask a set of questions. Where are we going? Because people don't realize the dynamic about church. They do not know what church is all about. Mm. They do not understand even how the fivefold ministries operate. They do not understand how the gifts of God operate. Because the gifts are not for our own usage, but the gifts are for God's usage. When God wants to use your gifts, then He will use you. You cannot come out and say, hey, me, I'm this, and that's not using gifts as you feel, as you, I mean, you feel fit. It doesn't work that way. But all this is because somehow, somewhere, the, the people do not know. The knowledge has been kicked out of the place. Today, you can be in a church 30 minutes of, uh, not even 30 minutes, 30 minutes maybe of a preaching, but in that 30 minutes, the man of God will take 25 minutes of speaking about himself. And five minutes to speak about Jesus. Yeah. And then after that, you start demonstrating. Demonstrating what exactly? Then people will stay there for four hours, clapping hands. Uh, I mean, you know, clapping hands for the man, clapping hands, smiling and joking, and, then, and, and so on and so forth. That's so, so wrong. It is so lame. As young people would say, it's so lame that you see these things really happening. And you ask yourself, what have we gotten ourselves into? It's one of those things. We trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends we are. And, uh, of course, here we are. We are touching base on the very issue of vanities that appear as the gospel. Now, let me bring this to uh, Prophet Mkoko. And uh, uh, Ecclesiastes, you know, uh, chapter 11 verses 10 also speaks about emptiness because vanity is emptiness therefore remove sorrow from your heart and put away evils from your flesh for childhood and youth are a vanity there are some absolute kinds of statuses that are spoken uh, and I am using this verse that speaks about uh, you know, childhood and youth as vanity. That they are absolutes. An absolute like once saved, always saved. That's an absolute. That is used in today's gospel. Um, there's another one that says, When you sin being a child of God, God had already forgiven that since he knew that you were going to sin. In that manner, he knew that you were going to go wrong somewhere, somehow there. So right ahead, he had prayed for you. So don't worry, you're under the grace. These are absolutes. <laughs> There's another, yeah. These are absolutes of 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 uh, these gospels of today. Yeah. There's another absolute that we we seem to be having these days. And then the absolute that says. If you don't give money to the man of God, you won't be mm. blessed. Wow. It's an absolute. That is, it's placed there. And basically, God tells us, you know, and then he says, for just like childhood, this is a vanity of vanities. Amazing there. This is but vanity of vanities. He shows us, he tells us, 
and we find ourselves entangled in these absolutes. Another absolute is that uh, um, you will not be able to backslide ever again because now you are protected. That is why we find them drinking and preaching the following day. Partying uh, at a place called Eyadini. Partying and partying dot bitkum. And then uh, preaching the following day because they say, no, 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 no. We are fine. What do you say on that, Muruti? Muruti Thank you, Pastor yes. Ray. Uh, you know, when you, when you listen to a banker or someone who works into a bank, they will normally say, if you want to know a, a counterfeit money, you have to first know the real money. And, and once you know the real money, it will be easier for you to, to see a, a counterfeit money. Now, I want to use that because if we don't study the Word of God on ourselves, on our own, and give us ourselves time to study the Word of God, then we will be easily deceived by a lot of things that are happening around. Most of the people today, they only open the Bible on a Sunday when they are in church. And uh, the pastor will tell them, open a certain scripture, and they go there. And after they read that, they close the Bible, the pastor will preach. But they don't go home and begin to study the Word of God for themselves and give themselves time to digest and understand what is the Word of God saying concerning matters that have been spoken about, or what is God saying in their current situation based on the Word of God that they are reading. So if we do not read the Word of God for ourselves, meaning we won't know the genuine gospel, we will only know the counterfeit gospel, but it will appear to us as the real gospel because we do not know the exact gospel. Now, what you said, Pastor Ray, about uh, the issue of once saved, always saved, it is something that it is happening today. People, they don't uh, understand that uh, they dislike, they, they, they leave God because of sin. God forsakes them because of the sin that they are committing. So they think that once saved, they always saved. And uh, they continue doing the wrong. They continue to, to, to bring, as you said, by a yapi and, uh, and, and, and drink and, and, and continue and do all those sort of things. And tomorrow they grab the microphone. And these things are real. These mm. things that we're talking about, they are real. Grab mm. the microphone and sing and worship and minister the word of God. Be drunk. Others, I remember, I, I remember one time that we did not have a keyboardist. And the only keyboardist that we we, we knew that day it was someone who was drunk, but he, the keys that he played, everybody was singing. And, and we knew that he was drunk, yeah. but we were not able to, to, to rebuke him, but we needed, we needed him to play. You yeah. understand, Pastor Ray? These okay, are things so. that are real, that are happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, 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 and we, 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 we don't correct these and talk about them that, if he's drunk, let him sit down. 
we will sing and clap hands and continue uh, with, 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 with the service. But unfortunately, these things are happening. And you find that there is this thing that we, 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 we don't even correct. You find that the gospel of today is that you can cohabit and stay together and still come to church is okay. God has already forgiven your sins, as you've, you've already articulated. And the people, they live with that. And their conscience is even filled. They don't even see anything wrong by coming to church together, holding hands together and cohabiting, but they are not married, and they mm. still come to church and continue. But now, I want to bring one aspect, Pastor uh, That is one part in my heart. Jeremiah 14, verse number 14. It says, The Lord said unto me, The prophets prophesy lies mm. in my name. I send them not, neither have I commanded to them. Mm. Neither spoke unto them. They prophesy unto you a false vision mm. and divination and a thing of naught and the deceit of their heart. Now, this is what is happening today. This is in the Old Testament. I love what Pastor Maraka will normally say and all the things that are happening. He will normally say all the things that are happening the Old Testament or the Bible has spoken about. Mm. It's something that has been happening from long time ago, before we were even born, and they are still happening today. Now, if you look into the scripture, Pastor Ray, that I've, I, I've read, you will understand that today there is too much lie in the name of prophecy. Mm. Uh, Professor Kabamba spoke about uh, uh, prophetic spoke about evangelical, all these others, and we, we, we are against each other. If you are in the prophetic, uh, you don't like the apostolic as you are talking about. Now, there is too much lie in the prophetic, using mm. the name of God. Mm, mm, now, mm. I, will, I will say it boldly without fear, that today, most of what we call prophecy is not even prophecy. Mm. I will tell you why. Uh, if I give you my your numbers, I tell you your numbers. Your number is zero seven six. <laughs> you know your number, Pastor Ray. Uh, 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 if I tell you the street <laughs> where you stay in or the house number, that is not important, mm. and that is not prophecy. Prophecy is when you give a message. That is from God, and you give it to a person, not his cell phone number and, 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 and uh, all these gimmicks that we, we see today. And there is too much lie when it comes into the prophetic today. You, need, you see, I, 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 by calling, I am a prophet of God. And it, it's very difficult these days to even uh, say boldly that I am a prophet. You know why? because of the things that are happening today. And it is so much like that people, they even, I, the other time I spoke about staging prophecy, and you were asking me why do you call it staging prophecy, because it's a lie. Mm. There's so much lies in a sense that people will give you information, will, inform, will ask information from, from members, and they begin to tell those uh, 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 information as prophecy. And they speak them, and people don't understand. I'm not saying everything that is happening in the prophetic 
it is a lie. People must get me right. But only if you have the spirit of discernment, you will see that this is not correct, this is not right. Only when you have the spirit of discernment, you will discern. But there is too much lie when, when, when we look today and we see, uh, and it's coming in a sense of a, a prophecy that comes. So much deceit that is coming. People speak of visions. People speak of, 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 of uh, 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 prophecies that God has given them, and God does not even speak a word to them, and they tell people. And when those things, they don't come to pass. When those prophetic words they said to people, they don't come to pass, and every information they told people, they don't come to pass. They will tell the people you do not have faith, or you did not give an offering. I don't know whether you get me. Yeah. They, they also ask you to give money for prophecy, which is we don't even see in the word of God that you have to pay money for you to be given a prophetic word. But today these are things that are happening and uh, they come and people are getting hurt and people are getting uh, deceived because of what is, is, is happening today. Lamentations will tell you, chapter 2, verse 14, Thy prophets have seen vain and foolish things for you, and they have not discovered your iniquity to turn away your captivity. Now, in the prophetic today, most of prophets, you will never hear them. I did not say all of them, but I say some of them. You will never hear them speak about repentance or give you a message that you are not living right in one, two, three. God says, you must uh, repent and do right. Or they will never speak about sin that is in your life, but they will only prophesy about your car that is coming, your wife that is coming, your husband that is about to come, who is a money. And they will tell you, don't even marry the one who is poor, but God says you are going to get married to this one who is rich. These are prophetic words that you hear today. But a prophecy that rebukes and corrects a life of a man and makes a person to say, I have sinned against God, I repent. You don't hear these things. So there is too much lies and too much deceit and falsehood that you see in the prophetic today, in the body of Christ, that makes people not to understand. But I, I, only, I normally say, the thing that makes people not to understand the genuine thing is when someone does not study the word of God, he will only know the counterfeit. Mm. Yeah. It is said that we see these things really coming across. You can give us a shout, talk to us directly there. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. I don't know what's happening to WhatsApp here, uh, but Telegram is there. It's the same number. Oh eight two six five seven. 2729. I see people have been using Telegram lately this, this day. Eh? So much. I mean, there's just so much of it here. So um, you can use Telegram because WhatsApp is really giving us problems, man. I don't want to lie to you. It's really giving us problems. So Telegram is 0826572729. You can download it for free on your phone and replace WhatsApp uh, because it's going to give you problems anyway. Uh, so um, you can talk to us directly then. Give us a shout, 12 or 12
double two. Let's hear what you say about this. The very aspect uh, of vanities that appear as the gospel. In so es looking at how now the DJs are, are, are getting in and, and I was saying to some people and, and, and they looked at me very funny but I mean it's industry and I know what's happening and the trends that are taking place if you don't know the DJs are taking over the gospel industry and they're going mm. to um, to remix some of the most popular songs and I'm telling you and and this is going to pollute the artists. If the artist is a follower of Jesus Christ, but is hungry for fame, they will be polluted. They will be into yeah. drugs. They will be into all these kinds of things and stuff. They have started. Uh, and and they are doing this. Uh, and, and it's not a joke. Uh, I saw they have remixed this other latest song. I saw it a day or two. Uh, I'll tell you as days come on. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. No, this is no longer the gospel. I saw a gospel. I saw some of the things that are taking place there, they just show that this is truly not the gospel that it's supposed to be. Hey, give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. 12 You can send a telegram. It's telegram is just like WhatsApp. Telegram is just like WhatsApp. And uh, the number is 082-657-2729. Six five seven two seven two nine. Let us hear from you as to what you make of it. I am really, really keen to hear from you as to what you make of it. And uh, if it's possible, man, I just can't see the WhatsApp here. I can't see it at all. So we will do without it. Give us a shout. Let's see what you say. And uh, also send us your telegram as the Lord guides. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on Shop. T's and C's apply. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Get your daily bread, but also your faith in practice. It's 6, 5, 7 a.m. The sounds of your life.